Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, Tina, and Tony. Welcome, welcome, Not Just Talk Radio. What a great week. Where are my girls? I was just on with Tina and Tony. They're going to be chiming in. They left me out here on the limb by myself. Technical difficulties, but it doesn't matter. Oh, we're here. Calm down. Oh, are you? (laughs) I'm so glad my girls are with me. I think, I think, you know, that Tony Brown in New York City, there's just too much going on. They're going to connect her. Hey, Tina, what's happening? Hey, girl, how you doing? (laughs) From Jersey in the house. Well, you know, there's a lot of things. uh, 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 uh. I live in New Jersey. Let's not get it twisted. I live in New Jersey. That's true. I am New York through and through. That's it. That's it. Upstate, downstate, and all in between. Yeah, people have to understand that New York and New Jersey are literally a stone throw crossing the street, kind of across the bridge. Cross the street, cross a a short bridge, and you know, put you in a different state. And and it'll put you. So look, but listen, I have to tell you, um, we lost another great. You know oh. what I'm saying? I mean, who didn't, if you're here in the United States, you know that's Tony. I think that's Tony in. Is that Tony taking a breath? No. If you're here in the United States, um, you have to have been exposed to cookie. Cook, cookie. Uh, a I'm sorry. You know what? And I just ate two cookies. I should know better. Um, um, cookie Roberts. Um, we grew up with her. She was a household name. Uh, very pleasant, very intelligent. One of the one of the hard hitters. One of the best and better journalists, if they, you could say it that way, out there. In, in the and a great influence to so many, not just women, to the industry. Right? She was just a consummate, consummate woman. You know, she had the career. She had a great marriage. <laughs> fabulous kids. And yeah. she was just a genuine, very nice lady. Tony. I met her on a number of occasions. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> she you was know, hang on, what? Truly yeah, kind no. person. Yeah, she was a kind person. But you know what's oh. really cool? Uh, something I thought that was very interesting, because I always thought Koki was a funny name. And, and they said her brother could not um, say her name, so that became a nickname. Did you realize? Did you realize her name? Now, listen to this, people. Mary Martha, Quarantine Morrison Clybourne Boggs. That was her real name. Correct. That is a tongue twister. But yes. the fact is she was kind and generous enough to allow us to call her Koki. Yeah. And so we just want to send some love out to her family. Um, I didn't realize she was from Bethesda, Maryland. As you know, I lived in Bethesda, Maryland for a minute there. And, and one of my favorite places to live. Um, still, I just moved from that area. But... Um, if you ever get a chance to go to Maryland, you know, hit Silver Spring and all that good stuff, Washington, D.C., make sure you check out Bethesda, Maryland. It's a lot of history. It's a brilliant place to live. It's one of the most intellectual places I've ever lived socially. You and, know, and, and, you know, I got to tell you, she 
president and Mrs. Bush issued a very kind statement. They said she, they considered her a friend. Now, they're Republicans. Um, president and Mrs. <laughs> Barack Obama issued a very kind statement just saying beautiful things about her. Your president, Who? current, Who? president, current, the current no, one, that no, she was never nice to me. He, I mean, dude, can you just... Y'all don't wake up. Don't yes. wake up, Tina. Don't wake up, Tina. Tina an oomph of empathy, just an oomph. I mean, when she, when she was she was married. a great whatever because she was. But a president now, attended her her actually. What well, which president was that that attended her wedding? Because her dad was a member of Congress. He died in a plane crash, and then yes. her mother's held that seat. Family. A legacy in the uh, in the industry of politics for fifty years. Um, it's just a really brilliant family. The yeah. camaraderie, clearly, when you go and you you read about her, so many um, veins of excellence in her family. They 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 lived together, loved each other, grew together. I think one of the last um, interviews they said, "What would you? How would you like to be remembered?" And she said, "I want to be known for uh, being a great mother, a wife." And a friend, and it's interesting that her uh, her industry work wasn't mentioned in there. But that just gives you a sense of. I always say this, Tina. You know, those when you meet people and and their families first, they I often find that they're better in business because, especially in the field she's in, because what they're trying to do is they're working really, really hard to contribute to a better place on the planet. Right, so. It's just like, I got to go out there and be in politics. I got to go out there and be a journalist. I got to share the story and help people be better because it makes me better, but it makes this world a better place for my family. Yeah. And, and, and it's just an interesting way to look at why it's important to be our best outside of our homes because we're all affected. We're all connected. Right. Right. We're, yeah. we're all connected people. And so when you cheat society in some kind of way or fashion, you know, I always I, I say to folks, when you don't contribute to the cause of taxes or whatever, what happens, you know, imagine you can't get your roads fixed because there just wasn't enough money because it's not enough people paying into the system. That's really how it's built. When people say, look, my roads are really bad. I mean, every once in a while, you got some crooked folks out there doing what they do, but they normally get caught, you know, some shape, form. So hats out. Uh, we just want to say thank you to the Roberts family for sharing, yeah, for sharing us with her. And so, I mean, you, you never know how many people she influenced that's in the business. But we do know this because of her presence in the business. We know we have more people in the industry. You know, her, the Barbara Walters. You know, they're the ones that had to deal with the, all the sexual harassment and the complaining and the extremely low wages and fighting for the. The, 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 the big journalist pieces and and they did it. They stayed in the game. They took the hits for us. And we thank we thank everyone for that. Thank them all. How about that? That's a, in the news. Who, I'm sorry. Tony, good morning. Hey, welcome, um, Tony. Hey, I was happy to see her last Sunday on one of the morning talk shows and um, didn't realize that would be the last time we would see her on television. So now, cheers know, to Cookie. That was, um, it was interesting because she looked so great. I mean, she had a problem. She challenged she speaking, but she looked wonderful. They said she died of complications. Yeah. 
of yeah. the breast cancer. Because that when you you know battle cancer, you know it takes your body out. You have to, then your body has to be able to recover. So yeah, I just take a deep breath because you, you know. Do you ever wake up and think? I mean, I, I do this all the time. You know, I'm very particular about who's in my space, especially since I've gotten older and I've really realized the dynamics, um, how uh, how words matter, right? And how words can tear down not just a moment, but it becomes a um, a wave of hits. And so when I I mean I'm just telling all the listeners if you know Tanya. I'm not that person you can call and be really cruel to or do cruel things because I'm going to I'm not that person that calls you out. I just remove you. I just go, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to have that energy in my space uh, because it affects everyone. And, and you know, yeah, and I agree. It, it just affects everyone. And so um, I got on that subject because it really was a spinoff of 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 of. Of of Koki and just if you haven't read about it, if you're not familiar, go to Wikipedia, and literally under her profile, everyone is highlighted: her spouse, her children, her parents, her relatives. They have all done something so big and so positive that who has an entire family that is documented. And history in a Wikipedia, which is our encycl- modern day encyclopedia. Good, good feelings, good vibes, good people stick together. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. Hey, ladies, you, you know, I'm going to go somewhere. I don't know if you want to go here, but I did, I have to say, I want to talk about Malik Yoga. Yoba. Yoba. Well, before we do that, can, can we talk about something else? Oh, sure. Which one to sure. talk about? I would like to know why the three of us were not in San Tropez with Magic Johnson and Cookie Johnson two weeks ago. Because you ain't got no why man. Why were we not invited to the birthday party? <laughs> no, that can't be. It's got to be more than couple. that. <laughs> no, I don't think we even had to be. Marry a famous a man couple? who's friends with Magic Johnson and you'll get to go too. <laughs> why were we not invited? That sounds like a heck of a trip. I'm best friends with uh, Cookie, and you'll get to go, too. <laughs> you know, I have to tell you, whether the listening audience know it, between the three of us, we can pretty much get access to anyone. And we've met magic enough, you know? And so I'm going to put it on YouTube. I'm down here in the country trying to uh, become a vegan and a spiritual woman. And I was, and y'all should have been calling me, telling me to jump on the plane. <laughs> I had no idea. I was caught off guard when I started to see pictures, or photos on social media with oh gosh, uh, those pictures out everybody laying out. That everybody like laying out. It was over the summer. Was it? I thought it was recent. I thought it was no, like the last No, it was like a couple of months ago. Well, either way, Tina, we should have been there. Right? And I, and I, he does I, if you knew it, if, He does if every you year. He and happening. Steve Harvey put their boats together. They do it every single summer. Well, they always talk year. about it. And Jimmy Kimmel right. has years-long running joke about it because he said, how come I'm never invited? And he right. has, he, part- you know how he does the Matt Damon thing? He does the same thing with, with, with Magic Johnson and his big party on his yacht every summer. Yeah, I realize that, but the party got bigger and better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, and, it was, I, and, it was, and they celebrated their 60th birthday, so... It was a bigger right. party. Um, right. You know, and they I had think Earth, every... Wind, and Fire, my all-time favorite right. group of in life. Right. I can't even. So we, 
We'll just have to make that correction, but we can go on to uh, the business at hand. No, what we got to do is get our boat, and we just got to just sail on over there and say, hey, how y'all doing? Well, I guess, I guess you know, that's true. They we don't park invite right us on board. <laughs> we park right next to them. That's what we do. Park right next okay, to them. Okay, Latanya, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> All right. What's going on with Malik Yoba these days? I don't know. What happened to Latanya? Did we lose her? Or did she lose us? Okay. Okay. Are we still on? Well, we on the air? Well, let's. Oh, she okay. wants to talk about Malik. Um, um, the topic with Malik. He apparently oh, think, made a I statement. Think we, I think, um, Tina, Tina, can you hear me? Yes. I think we should. Yeah. We should wait for Latanya to come back before we talk about Malik. Is there any any other news that we want to talk about in the meantime? Well, uh, any good on, news? Okay, going back to Magic Johnson. Um, Anthony Anderson was on. Jimmy Kimmel the other night, and they talked about the yacht excursion. <laughs> and Anthony said Magic has has invited him and his wife in the past, but because of scheduling issues, he couldn't go. So this was the first year that they went. And his description of this party, he said, not only is Magic's yacht over 270-odd feet long, but he has two other yachts in the bows of this yacht that is just sitting there. <laughs> he said, nobody's right. on them. It's just there. And I was like, I can't even, I mean, does your imagination go that far that you can just, and, and you know, and you're sleeping on, and you're in this endless food and endless drinks and just, the greatest people that you read about all the time and you're just chilling and Heck you're black. And I love well, it. As an, <laughs> as, an, as an event producer, I would really like to know how did, how did they com communicate, you know, the festivities to people? What did that invitation even look like? Was it an well, invitation? Well, he talked about that. He said it's like a gold brick or something <laughs> that's delivered yeah. to you. Well, he, this is mm -hmm. how he described it. He said it's a gold brick, and I think the only expense, he said you incur a, a small expense, not a big, he said I think the only expense is that you have to get to the port. Saint-Tropez. I believe it was in Saint-Tropez or something like that. Right, and then right. from there, everything is covered. Right, right. And... Do you, do you get the impression that everyone stayed on the yacht, or at some point did they transition to a hotel? I think I think everyone stayed on the yacht, if I remember mm -hmm. correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they. Um, it was like, um, you know, it was a floating hotel. But if 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 the yacht is as large as um, Anthony said, and he wasn't exaggerating, then. It, there certainly should have been plenty of space. Mm hmm You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a gig we got to try to work on. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine how long it took them to, um, you know, organize that party, how far in advance did they start. I'm sure they probably get a year and a half uh, jump on planning that party with... Um, all that has to be put in place when you're when you're traveling internationally and you're taking uh, a large group of people with you. 
And I, right. and I believe also they do some kind of pre-event where maybe it's just Magic and his friends and, you know, uh, I mean, his family and some select friends. And then, I mean, I like the, uh, you know, when you have the kind of wealth where you can transition from one event to the other. Yeah. You know, it starts out like a week of family vacation and then it goes yeah. into party mode when all your friends show up. And then the last, uh, you spend the last two weeks alone with your wife on the yacht. Right. That exactly. Be, uh, that's something that I aspire to one day experience. Yeah. Uh, the multi the multi party um experience. So But um, um Sam Jackson had also um talked about it because he and his wife, Latanya, is she Latanya also? Latanya, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, like like our Latanya and Magic and Cookie, they plan this trip together every year. Now I don't know I believe I saw they showed a, a photo. Anthony Anderson showed a photo and I believe I saw Sam Jackson and Latanya in the photo cuz I also know she's been on Broadway so she's working. But um Right. Well, right, well um yeah, okay. he said and that's when Jimmy Kim, Jimmy Kimmel was like I don't understand. He said, "I know you guys. I I I'm friends." It's like how come I'm not, so Jimmy Kimmel actually put out a picture and photoshopped himself into <laughs> into the photo. And Anthony right. Anderson was saying, he said, were you there? He said, <laughs> he said, you know, he said, you know, there were a lot of people, but he said, I thought I pretty much saw everybody. He said, I just don't remember seeing you, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy finally confessed. He says, I'm photo. I photoshopped myself in. And it was hilarious. It really was. Well, I guess it's like his his ongoing joke that he has with Matt Damon, where, you know, at the end of the show, they always say they apologize for not being able to get Matt on the show. So, yeah, I guess it's one of those. But I have to bring up to you, we only have probably another minute and a half before the break. But I do want to tell you that our friend, uh, Joseph Solis, was on that trip. What? And Joseph Elise Solis works for or is a, uh, a consultant, a mixologist, a drink mixologist Correct. Uh, for one for our client, Moet Hennessy USA. Yes. So Joseph was on and Joseph was probably the mixologist and probably um, responsible for providing all of the cocktails on that trip. So maybe wow. we do have a contact that we could talk to <laughs> for uh, making yeah. sure. Yeah, let's right. call Joseph. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we have we have to ask Matt. We, I guess we're going to the break in one in, in one more minute. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, just like uh, celebrity DJs are in the the event planning experience, now there are mixologists uh, in these experiences as well. Well, mixologists, these- I think, like chefs, are you know be, are celebrities within their own rights too. And Joseph certainly Absolutely. has built up, a, you know, over the years. He's he's amazing. He's really amazing. Right. And, right. So Joseph is yeah. responsible for coming up with the drinks, drink recipes, the cocktail recipes uh, that get served at these parties and these major events like the Oscars right. and 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 uh, the music awards and the MTV awards of the world. At those parties, uh, our our client, uh, I'm not sure if. if Joseph works for other uh, spirit brands, but clearly he is uh, one of the, the main mixologists uh, and, and brand ambassadors 
for yeah. Moet Hennessy USA, and uh, he puts those recipes together. And we want to say shout out to Joe Joseph yeah. Solis. You might want to look him up on yeah. social and media. Great, great Check him out. We love him. Well, when do we, we, we get some free liquor? When do we? You know, I know you guys have been working with him for years. When do I get yeah, a well, cake? we talk about so that. Help Are we going to break? Are we going to break? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just chimed in. I, 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 we can't talk. I got kicked off the show. I got kicked off the show. So let's go to break and we'll fix that. Okay. Okay, guys. This is not just talk radio. We'll be back in a minute. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, welcome, welcome. I'm back. The ladies kicked me off the show. I had to call in like a guest. It's okay. I love you, ladies. <laughs> we didn't do a thing. <laughs> no, you did. It was technology. But you know what? I want to. I want to dive and thank you for holding everything down, Tina and Tony. And um, but this is what the conversation I want to get into, and this is a huge conversation happening around the world in, in, in reality. And um, we have so many issues. I'm sort of preparing us. We have so many issues on the table right now that now we have another one we really want to deep dive into because it's a conversation about safety and how broad is we as a human beings and, and, and thoughtful and kind and so on, et cetera, is that you ladies heard that Malik 
yoga, and I don't want to call it, they, they, you know, I want to be politically correct here. Um, they say it's not considered coming out the closet if you are publicly announcing that you're a person that finds transgender women attractive. Now, in an intellectual world, it shouldn't be our business and how people live their lives is their business, but we really don't live in an intellectual society, and it's a very complicated society, the fact that people um, have challenges just with the color of your skin or the size of a body, so this just adds a huge level of dynamics to so many other social conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And for those people around the world that aren't familiar with him, he is an American actor. He started many years ago in a in a, in a series called New York Undercover. He comes across and, and is considered a very manly man, in some cases a very difficult man, <laughs> for those that know him. Um, um, but And then he was just recently in Empire, which is an award-winning um, another a sitcom, and he's been in movies and so on, et cetera. But this is a really big deal, especially, I hate to say this, because I, I don't like to say because of an African-American, um, because you just don't find that many African-American men um, sharing that they have a fetish or an affection or a genuine, authentic um, 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 uh, interest in, the trans, uh, in a transgender woman. You guys are there with me? Yeah, we're listening. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't be so silent. And, and, and no, we'll, so he has we'll you blown the, up the, the news. You know, the broad overview of, um, you know, what, what happened or what is, what's been said about him. Um, yeah. So I'm going to let you finish. What did you say, honey bun? No, I was going to let you finish your uh, comment. Well, what, I mean, I mean, that was it. I just want to sort of lay that out there. I, I, so he's, some of the things, you know, he's outed some people. Some of the people he's outed, I, I personally know and have known for 20, 30 years. Some of these people have that interest, but it's not my business to tell. So it, it not only did he um, share that he's interested in transgender, I really would have, it would have been great if he'd have left it right there. It's just not fair for people to share other people's personal dynamics, especially sexual orientation. You don't know, at the same token, you don't know who you're going to make jump or commit suicide. You can't force this thing. This is a conversation um, that a person that's prepared emotionally and, and socially to have that conversation on the platform. It was a very, you know, it, it is a bittersweet. It was like, you know what? I'm really proud that you're comfortable in your skin and want to be an authentic, but it's really dirty that you give this list of people that you know also as though it softens the blow for you. But, uh, the bigger conversation is, is this transgender conversation that continues to come up um, and the dynamics behind it. And, and I just want to know what your thoughts are. I wasn't aware that Malik talked about other individuals or uh, outed or, or used names, uh, name names. Oh, yeah. Um, just about, in the last just about 20, yes, just yesterday he was, oh, he was, he was slammed on Twitter for, for actually tweeting names on Twitter yesterday. You know, I don't know Malik Yoba personally. Um, You know, we have, uh, in my career, uh, he has been a celebrity personality at two, three uh, events that I've worked on and really just had, you know, minimal contact with. But over the years, he's a person that comes across as somebody who doubles down on uh, whatever the issue is, 
you know, that he's caught up in at that time. And I think he's had some other controversial uh, situations going on in the last couple of years. And he seems to be a person that doubles down in it. Um, I found myself thinking um, about it when his ex-wife made a comment, and I think she made her remarks on social media. I believe I read it on social media. Um, Malik Yoba has kids, and uh, she uh, they seem to have a good relationship from what she wrote on social media, and that they talk, uh, you know, talk about the kids and and, and have, a, have, a, have a decent relationship. And uh, she was saying, you know, you can have whatever life you want to have, uh, that it appears he's in a relationship with somebody who's transgendered and has been for maybe a year or two, which is what the ex-wife mentioned, but that he did not have a conversation with his children before he revealed publicly. Yeah, there's a way, yeah. No, I mean, we all know from New York, we've all been in the scene. We've all been at so many of the same parties and events and participated. I, I'm going to say it. He's not the easiest person in the room to get along with. And that's mm-hmm. not uh, I'm telling his business. I mean, that, that, that issue has come up in his work profession also. But we've been at those parties where he's difficult. And that has nothing to do with the transgender part. It's just a, it's just a way that um, I, I can only imagine this is a very hard subject. Um, I, I can only imagine what his ex-wife feel in regards to having that personal conversation with your children first because they get bullied and, and people come, you know, it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. just a lot. Yeah. It's a way to do things. But, you know, here's what I was really thinking about. A, a couple of months ago, I actually invited a transgender expert onto the show. And I said, I just want you to talk about it because... You know, we're constantly hearing in the news of, of people killing transgender people. I mean, this, uh, they're still in that very hostile social space. They're where we were in 1889 and Native Americans were right after, you know, the emancipation and we're going into Jim Crow. We were hunted. We're still hunted, but we were really hunted. There was no system um, that we could go sue and they would respect us or allow us to. And so transgenders are... Uh, the transgender community is in that space. Uh, um, we were with it. You know, we should be a more progressive country. We're not. This country was built on divisiveness. We know that. We have a broken system. But I couldn't get her to come on. I mean, it was like, oh, what am I going to say? What am I talking? And I, and I really, I stood back and I thought to myself, you know, if you stand for something, if you're an expert in your field, I would love to hear more transgender spokespeople and people in the industry be more vocal about teaching. I I know people want us to immediately become, to say, listen, this is another woman. This is how you approach this. But in this world we live in, you have to educate people about certain subject matters, right? I mean, you you see people now being educated about being a vegan. Well, we knew that years ago, but we also knew there was chance transgender people 6,000 years ago and, and and things like that if you really deep dive in history. But the world we live in, to create sensitivities, people have to be educated about how you want to be treated. Black people have been educating white people saying, we will make you hold the Constitution truth and hold you responsible for maintaining that great line. And that is all men are created equal and should be treated equal. And we will be the barometer until you freaking get it. 
right? We're going to hold you accountable. So I'm going to encourage people out there that are in those leadership roles, conversation roles, um, and, and transgender. You guys got to talk louder and talk more. You're not. I, I, know, I get it. I get it. I see a lot of people on the Internet just sharing their experiences, but there has to be, especially in the black community, and, and uh, you can write me. I don't care because I've done my research. I've Googled and Googled and Googled, and if you have a website, you need to put it on search engine. You need to have ads. Google Analytics and properly get your websites out there and the conversations out there. But this conversation is not head enough. And when I don't feel that the education, the industry that that has the experience to educate us are collaborating and organizing and communicating enough. I don't, I'm not, I'm not blaming it. I'm just saying we're asking for more as non-transgender people. We're saying share more information. Um, I'm reading this article, and it's so poorly written about him. <laughs> they say oh, Malik boy. is interested in transgender girls. How did we connect girls with a woman? You know, it, it, we, people don't even know how to write about this subject intellectually. And, th- and those true. are my thoughts. I mean, I don't care if he, if his, he married a goat, you know, but, you know, but, but in this case, we have people losing their life. We have families that don't know uh, the right language and, and, and how to process this. Um, it is another issue we need to add to our social um, a la carte of, of conversations that we're having to try to make sure everybody get along and play nicely. And, and so I'm going to get your, get you ladies thought. Thoughts well, on that. I, Those for, are my for, thoughts. for my part, and I know we don't have too much time um, before break, but um, I grew up with a, a gay cousin um, who's long since departed. And, I can remember my life vividly preschool, you know, and he was always feminine, always, um, as, ch- as little, little, little children. And he didn't pick that lifestyle. This is, you know, the X's and the Y's didn't cross at birth, and so be it. Um, I look, one of my favorite movies is The Danish Girl, which really depicts you know, the, the, the tragedy and the, and the turmoil that a transgender person goes through. And beyond that, my favorite, one of my favorite shows on television is Pose, um, which is on FX. And it really depicts, you know, the life of the transgender community and, and the turmoil that they go through um, in our society. And... They don't choose these lifestyles. They are, this is who they are. This is who they were born to be. And they're trying to erase or live a, live a part of the life that they were meant to be. And you can't chastise somebody for that. You have to support them and you have to help them in every way possible so they can have so they can be as beneficial as you and live in your whole life and being who you are. So it's not about chastising, it's about supporting, it's about loving and right. you know, and honestly it's about just learning from right, you know, right. it's, it's 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 hatred any way you want to look at it. You know, whether it's well, here's, racial yeah, here's or the definition of Here's the definition of transgender to support you because I wanted people to be clear uh, based on this comment you made about your cousin. And so transgender is a person whose sense of personal identity and gender does not correspond 
correspond with their birth sex. And that right. is, that is a, if you can get that, you're basically saying if it's a woman, a woman's brain or the part of the brain that stimulates the sexual orientation and personal identity is in the opposite body and the same with a man. And because, right. you know, so many just people go, well, no, I'm not going to have gay people in my community. They think, oh, if you're gay, you're automatically transgender and so on, et cetera. And, and I agree with you. And we need more. Is there a website? Is there, a, you know, is there a page to say here is the language when, right. when, um, when he, when um, Malik was on Charlemagne God's radio show, um, he had two or three, you know, friends that was there. One is a leader in a transgender community. And, and he, we were like, well, we're not trying to be rude, but what is the language? Is it coming out? And I said, mm-hmm. nope, it's not coming out. Well, somebody tell us, um, because then we can, we can start the appropriate dialogue of respect because that opens so many other doors. Yeah, I, I mean, I strongly recommend watching Pose because you understand the language. Because these are all men, even though some are women look or look like women, and others are look like men, and they refer to one another as he and she, and you can clearly clearly understand. Yeah, but if you're if you don't have cable or have that cable channel or buy into that package, so if you're listening on the radio or Listen, don't have it in your day and age, you can, it's you not can, in every it's, it's it. not in every market. Uh, yeah, it's not in every market because it's it doesn't it's in Atlanta, but it's not in Alabama. It's not on Alabama's channels at all. But um, really, I, I, I haven't been well, able again, to it's um, Alabama <laughs> define it. But again, you know, because we have listeners in two hundred countries and they don't have our cable. You know, whatever you have in your community, and I'm aware, you know, countries like uh, India, and I can't tell you where, but I remember watching a documentary that at one time they would, you know, hurt, kill these uh, people that were transgender. Then they realized that once they would, um, technology allowed us to look at the brain, right, and look at active spaces and areas of the brain, and then they they were became educated and found out, wait a minute, the brain, the male brain is not stimulated in a male body. The woman brain is actually active in a woman body. And so now they actually support and pay or have subsidized whatever for the surgery. You're right. Or I, I see, I don't even know the proper name for the surgery. Um, um, and, and I'm, I'm a well-read person. And, and, and so the, these countries outside of the United States, some, not all, are headed in a, in a more intellectual direction of um, in, in this particular, you know, in this social space. And Latanya, on that thought, let's hold that thought because we have to go to break. Okie dokie. Okay, <laughs> and we'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Get ready for High Vibin' It with host Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you are still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibin' It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. 
It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Talk Radio. Well, we're back, and we were having a wonderful conversation um, about Malik Yoga, transgender, the community, how to approach people that are straight, the, the whole piece. But over the break, um, Tina and Tony and I were, were really talking about um, how to approach this intellectually and how to, how to try to find a space of, um, of vision. How does it fit in? Um, and, and so I've, I've talked enough and, and Tina have shared a wonderful, uh, her wonderful perspective on this, but I really want to hear what Tony has to say also um, about this. But, I'm, but I'm, I really want those in the industry and people that are transgender people um, and, and I know quite a few transgender people. You cannot live in New York and not have tra- transgender friends. But I have to tell you, they never educated me to the place I really think I should have been. But in my case, I just treated them like women or like men because I re- meet people where they are. I just respect you where you are, whether I know a lot about you or not. So, Tina, Tony, what are your thoughts? You know, oddly enough, I mean, I could think a couple of things were spinning around in my head. Um, Malik was on uh, the Breakfast Club radio show, uh, and you might want to take a look at uh, at the YouTube video of the conversation that Malik was on, and it was a panel discussion. Uh, they had, um, you know, a transgender person, and they had, uh, you know, a gentleman from an organization speaking, and... I have to commend uh, the Breakfast Club and Charlemagne and Angie uh, for doing the show. The conversation, they dedicated an hour to the conversation. I didn't see the entire thing because it was an hour long. But I think it's an important conversation, and we all have to try to understand each other. And I think Malik is really being attacked because he went public. And if he had kept it to himself, people were like, well, you know, he shouldn't have talked about it. If he hadn't talked about it, we'd be okay with it. But the fact that he talked about it is the issue. And, you know, I have to look at myself and say, 
well, doesn't he have the right to talk about it? Or, or are we just going to keep things in the, you know, that aren't popular in the closet? Oddly enough, I did not know, but a friend of mine uh, apparently has a transgendered son. I didn't know. And once um, somebody mentioned it, and they didn't, they didn't mention that the young person had tra- transgender had had uh, transitioned. They mentioned a name, a new name that wasn't familiar to me. And when I said, "Who is that?" They said, "Oh, you probably didn't know that right. Lonzo's child has uh, is transgendered." And I did know. And then I'm thinking to myself, "Okay, I'm going to see this person. I'm going to see. I'm going to see the parent. I'm going to see the child. What am I going to say? Do I?" You know, look surprised, use the new name, use the old name. I don't know. And as, the, as it got closer to the time, I had some time to think about it. And, you know, it, it kind of it started to set in that this person had transitioned. And why should it be a big deal? You know, but even you know, in my own head, don't make a big deal about it. I, just, I, I totally you know, agree. But, on. you know, we're, as we talked about it, we're coming from an intellectual space. We're world travelers. We have experiences. And I, and I shared this with the both of you. And this isn't bragging. It's just that here's the reality. Our journeys are so different than the average person and even within the executive pool, right? And so the more we are exposed to, the more we expand, right? But we, you, you know, you, now you look at that same population. You know, we talked about racism. Science has proven right. to be a racist, you are a highly low-calibrated thinking person. Let, let's just say it, get the elephant out the room, unintelligent. It doesn't make sense. It's not an intelligent thing. And I'm sorry to say, it, that's where most people lie. Some people are going to embrace what's different because they believe in excellence. And if they're really spiritual people, if they really are faith-based people, they'll follow the scripture that says treat people the way you want to be treated. They'll follow the scripture that says judge people the way you want to be judged. I've had people say to me, I remember I had a transgender friend and was working at the American Institute. Uh, I was working at the um, Art Institute of Chicago. I was 19. I um, was comfortable. I grew up in the entertainment business. I, I, I knew of people that uh, was dating transgender women back in the 70s when I was five and six. I knew, right? But I have to tell you, one of my family members said to me, do not talk to that person because they'll turn you into one. And I'm thinking, what? I come from this highly sophisticated <laughs> family. But that happens all the time. And we were, look, we were talking oh, about, God. on the phone, we were talking about Morehouse and the dress code. And one of my friend's sons attend Morehouse now. And she was literally at the school for a week saying, I don't want my kid around gay kids or transgender college students because I don't want them to turn him into one. And and so and now we're talking about a college level, but see, we're you and I, us guys, we're ladies, we're talking about that space because we've traveled abroad, been in so many different rooms and conferences and conversations that you realize it's never about the outer appearance ever. If you got any good sense, it's about what you got inside. Well, I want to take it to a next level. Here's a bonus. I had a transgender friend, woman and a man. They worked in the printing industry. And they were both married to each other. I became friends, and they were yeah, I was their client. 
But let me tell you, the guy who was dressed like a woman, I loved him because he was strong, super strong. He could help me with little things around the house when they stopped by to visit and then vice versa. I was like, this is a bonus. <laughs> but you know what? I got a bonus here in life. The truth is we have all kinds of people in our lives, and some of them we didn't know uh, that they were different than we were or that they loved, you know, a same-sex right. person. They're in our circle. We love them. They're our friends, we love them. and in some cases they are they our family. It. And I love yeah. them, and you love your people, and Tina loves her people. I'm keeping my people. Whatever it is, I'm keeping, I'm keeping my, my people, people, too. And I think because my people. you do know... Right, and because we do know a world of people, that helps you to understand that people are different. I I just don't understand the difference between someone who decides that they want to change religions, and as a result of changing religions, they're going to they're going to they're going to have a name change to go with it, and we respect it, and so we no longer call them Cassius Clay, but now we call them Muhammad Ali. What is the difference if 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 uh, if a person is transgender and they've gone from male to female, and at male he was Clarence and now he wants to be Clarice? Why can't we respect that? And and and, well, I, and I, I, now I, she is Clarice. Remember, but remember, Muhammad Ali had a tough time with that, and and had to it of took some years did. to get people on board. I didn't say but was, you know what I think. I think when people that but that was that was like show, that was forty years ago, fifty years ago, and still yeah, but, but, have we have we we've, we've moved an inch. But I um I think people don't want to feel this a vulnerability thing, and then you know there are so many people. I remember Dick Gregory said to me once. He said a lot of things to me, but he said. You know, when you get ready to go outside, did your mother say, be careful? Or did she say, go to school and take risk? We have been told to be careful. It is a part of our culture and DNA. It requires deprogramming. I went to therapy off and on for five or six years, not because I suffer from depression. It's because I never wanted to. I wanted to wake up and know I have programmed myself based on who I believe I should be in society. And that was a bodacious thing for me to do at 19. I had great parenting, but I also knew even as a child that my parenting didn't quite reflect who I wanted to be in life, right? And because of that, I was encouraged to get married. Um, or oh, you're right, find somebody, date, see the world a little bit. But you, now everything was really more equipped for one day you're going to be married. I never wanted to be married, guys. Never. Not a day in my life. And I needed to break that out of my psyche because it, it kept closing these doors of opportunities of understanding because marriage does that, right? When you got to share your life with someone, you don't get to share as much with others. And so it, it changes your expansion process. Uh, and so I think when some people show up, I mean, I had a friend and she's passed and she wasn't in a cause, but she, she was a judge in New York. I won't give her a name. She was a judge in New York. She was successful. She was very feminine, but she brought her husband to my house. Her husband was a six-foot transgender woman. I don't even know the right language. And they were in my life for 15 years, right? Now, I have to tell you, as open as I am to everything, when that baseball cap with a, with a wife beater shirt and pants and tattoo on the face showed up, I was like, here's the truth. Whether it was a man or a woman, it ain't my style. I, I, I'm hanging out with members of Congress. I don't want the police to follow us in the store. And I felt this sense of, 
I had to check myself, but I brought it to their attention. I'm just a little uncomfortable because this is not the neighborhood for that level of extreme fashion, not gender. Get it, girls, ladies? It was fashion Mm -hmm. because if you show up in this neighborhood dressed like that, the security is going to follow us because they don't see it often. So I just want us to be prepared, right? And, 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 And... my friend was intelligent enough to say, I get that. That's why we left New York and came to D.C. because um, it allows him to go, you know, fashion-wise any direction he wants. But I was like, my neighborhood is going to freak out. Uh, and I'm just saying, it's that space that even when I'm so open, it's that space where so many other people are afraid what people are going to say. They're going to be afraid that I got issues too. And I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying that's why we need the people in the transgender community to get more engaged than they are. And they may be working overtime, but it's just not trickling as fast as it possibly could be. Well, for my part, you know, I'm sorry. I've just like your parents, my parents to go out there, be careful, whatever. But they also encourage independence. And and in my eyes, I pretty much raised myself. Not that I didn't have parents there 24-7, but I felt like a lot of me raised myself because I was independent. And I've always been that, and I've always thought that way, and I've never been swayed by others' opinions. So I've made my own, and I always thought that, you know, and, and as I got older and became more spiritual and more in tune to who God is, I said, what would Jesus do? And I thought about that. And that's pretty much how I've operated in life. And certainly I can't think of Jesus not loving any one of us under any circumstance. And it's like, well, I, think that, I mean, that's, that's a wonderful, you know, Wayne Dyer said, you know, I had to go to an orphanage for a while when my mom got her money and life together. And because of that, I have so much self-reliance. His brother was right along with him. His brother said, well, the reason why I'm an alcoholic is because I had to go to an orphanage. And so people will have the same journey but have a different experience. Um, my father was an entertainer. When I was a kid, he was a big entertainer, right? And so well, my parents were very cautious about strangers being around us. People wanted to kidnap us, take us, because believe it or not, you know, that was a big deal, too, in the 70s. And my mother and father, was they knew about uh, overly sex society and so many kids being molested. And my dad was a beast. Nobody gets near my children. We would sit backstage in a row. Um, Only certain people in the family could watch us because he was not going to have his children. Certainly. Yeah. Damage. But, you know, so, Tanya, so, we, have, we have one minute left, so let's, let's, let's wrap up. Um, just so give anyhow, us your here's final... our big encouragement. Here's our big encouragement. You guys, to take some time, um, have some tea, coffee, and wine. Deep dive on this conversation. We've got to get along. We've got to live together. We're more alike than we are different. And the more we learn, the more we expand. You don't have to be a transgender, but you don't know if someone is in your family in a lot of pain. Um, not wanting to identify who they are, and you don't want to be the brunt of that that held that back. Right. Give everybody Support their freedom and, and their right. Yep, freedom and right. Unconditional love. That's what it's about. Unconditional. Not radio. There you go. Unconditional. Unconditional. That's All right, it. that's it for me, ladies. How about that? I think that's pretty damn good. 
<laughs> Love you, baby. I Bye. said the D word. <laughs> <laughs> keep it in. Keep that in, producers. Engineers, keep that in. Bye. Darn. Darn good. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio. You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.